0: me share prosper the whipping phone against me share prosper the whipping phone against me shall prosper but you better come correct and proper the whipping phone against me shall prosper the whipping phone against me prosper the whipping phone against me shall prosper but you better come correct and proper good morning good afternoon and good evening meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is welcome to the crown table unleashed. unleashed are you ready to be motivated inspired and encouraged it's time for you to get in step with the spirit here is your host Jeffy clark the third yeah what's going on how you doing today
1: how is your day going how is this wednesday how you feeling how you feeling how you feeling what's your heart posture well i can tell you this what we're going to talk about today guys is called obedience and how important um being obedient to god is right we talk about so much other things when it comes to the lord but How about how well do we follow directions How well do we pay attention And actually do what he tells us to do Um, So we gonna get into it And um, so yeah Get ready (laughs) Because
0: the weapon born against me shall prosper The weapon born against me shall prosper The weapon born against me shall prosper But you better come correct and proper no weapon formed against me shall
1: prosper. No weapon against me shall prosper. No weapon against me shall prosper. No weapon against me shall prosper. No weapon. Don't care what the weapon look like. How maybe trying to come at you? It is not going to prosper against me. Right? No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. All right, so let's get into it, guys. It's called obedience, guys. That's what we're talking about today: being obedient to God and to the things that He tells us to be obedient to, and how well do we follow follow um, those directions on a day to day basis? Okay, so um, here we go. First Samuel chapter fifteen, verse twenty two says, "Has the Lord as great delight in point? has the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to listen than the fat of rams. So right here in First Samuel we have, Um, he's talking about What we are, what's right? So we sacrifice so much um, for the Lord, right? You know, in, in, in those times, they did burnt offerings, right? Um, but in, in in our times, when we when we say we are um, falling before God, or we are giving something up, we're giving this particular thing up for God. Um, but what's better than that? Right? Out of all out of all those things, um, what is better um than the sacrifice that you could give to God and, and that's to obey him, right? Obey his commandments and the laws that he has set forth for you um to do in this day and time, right? Um, obedience, right? And the importance of of actually uh, being obedient, right? So Joshua 5, chapter 5, verse 6 says, For the sons of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness until all the nation that is the men of war who came out of Egypt perished because they did not listen to the voice of the Lord, to whom the Lord had sworn that he would not let them see the land which the Lord had sworn to their fathers to give us a land flowing with milk and honey so when we talk about obedience um one story i want to highlight is 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 the Israelites walking in the wilderness for, for 40 years right and the journey really was only like 11 days right but they kept constantly screaming from god and moving away from god And doing things that were not of God, serving idols, and things of that nature, which caused them, which caused that trip to be um, prolonged, right? So even in our own journeys, as we begin to move throughout life, uh, we find ourselves also being disobedient to God. And it's in that disobedience that we find ourselves in in longer paths, right? So we don't actually know how long um, the road is the road is right um but i was listening to um um somebody speak today um and they was talking about how god is eternal right god's time is eternal and what he's what he gives us isn't our time right so if god tells you something it's going to come to pass right so um we would think you would think um you would think that you know maybe that maybe that maybe it's 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 not it's not in 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 this particular time right um but in your obedience it can cause you know uh, what's something that somebody says that they, they say things like um you can't prolong your blessings or you can't hinder your blessings or whatever that whatever they say um uh, when it comes to that nature but you know as we look at the Israelites here in, in this in this example um that's exactly what they did by not you know listening to God and, and, and f fo- and following God to the to their complete fullness right um throughout the journey which drug which drug um their journey out and made it longer right and then you have uh Moses who disobeyed um the Bible really doesn't say if Moses did anything anything wrong Um, other than when he was supposed to speak to the rock, but instead he struck the rock and made the water come out um, and, you know, essentially took the glory from God, right? So Moses wasn't allowed to enter the promised land. but He was allowed to see, see the promised land, right? And that's when... Um, we was getting to uh on one of my episodes when we was talking about um god being a just god you know also a a a graceful god a merciful god but nevertheless a just god right so you know punishment will be will be given um you know how god sees fit right so you know honestly speaking you know from from my seat in my point of view i'm i'm gonna tell you i thought that was harsh man i thought that was i thought that was big you know um, for that to happen to to Moses the way that it did, but when we find ourselves uh being um in a place of disobedience, you know ultimately that's exactly um you know what happens to us, right? We find ourselves um in a slump, right? That we may have caused, right, or we may have um done such a thing to ourselves, right, that we didn't even maybe not have realized, right? So even like right now in this moment, when you think about blessings that took forever to come um you know I I, even for myself you know in this moment I think about you know you know when I think back you know what was the correct way right what was the correction what was I um why was I not being fully submitted right what distraction was um was in my face right so that I don't repeat that distraction um again in the future right Jeremiah chapter 18 verse 10 says if it does if it does evil in my sight by not obeying my voice, then I would think better of the good with which I had promised to bless it. Right. So so here we have, um, you know, God saying, you know, I'm going to hold this. I'm going to essentially hold this blessing, you know, for the lack of disobedience. Right. So in other words, guys, if you're not getting anything out of this episode other than the day, says obedience is important. Right. It's important to obey the things that God has told you to do. Even if it's as simple as um writing a message on Facebook and, and putting it out, you know, to whoever. Because, you know, maybe God has somebody lined up um to receive that message from you, right? Maybe you are the only one that that person will receive that message from, right? So it's important to just obey God and not just obey God in the things that we have going on, but just in the things that we have that God has already laid down in his law, right? Which is like love thy neighbor, right? Which is a total commandment um of God right um so to not to not to not love your neighbor is to uh is to be in is to be disobedient right um Titus chapter 1 verse 16 says they profess to know God but by their deeds they deny him being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed right so here it says they profess to know God right so you you claim to know God, but by their deeds they deny him, so the things that you do you know speak otherwise right so um that's why it's important people tell you um good deeds ain't gonna get you into heaven um they'll say those things right which which may be uh which may be the maybe the case, right, but it's not to neglect the fact that you are to forgive people right you are to love people right those are though you you have been commanded to do those things right you have been commanded to not to steal you have been commanded uh not to murder you have been commanded not to lie right um so refrain from those deeds right shows your your walk in christ right keeping a a, a swell to, a, a good tongue right not talking negative or or um if you have a, a person that that loves to cuss you know that is, is symbolic of of you know and when, when you when you curse and you have all kind of filth come out of you come comes out of you you know it shows what's, what's in your heart right especially if you're doing it in a malicious way and I say that because, you know, some people sometimes, like I told you guys in our last episode, you know, sometimes when, when we curse, we, we do it in a jokey manner. Right. But what is what what is that? Honestly, honestly, it's a gateway. It's a gateway. It's a foothold. Right. To lead the devil in uh, to give him a way in. Oh, he's doing it when he think it's a joke. He going to do it when he get angry. Right. Because he, he's already been doing it. So that's why it's important for us to cut off cut it off in either way it can come from the windows the doorways any kind of crack you know we need to we need to seal them up because we don't want to give the devil um any kind of room to to maneuver or wiggle his way in to our lives Genesis chapter 3 verse 12 to 13 says the man said the woman whom you gave gave to me gave to be with me she gave she gave me from the tree and I ate then the lord god said to the woman what is this you have done and the woman said the serpent deceived me and i ate right so then we have the ultimate disobedience right the first the first ever disobedience was was adam and eve right and what they did when they was in the garden right so eve ended up eating the eating from the tree all right and the serpent had tricked her uh into doing so and then adam blindly followed her and then blamed it on her um as the reason you know to why he did it but at the end of the day they ended up getting kicked out of out of the garden and and for 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 this disobedience and god then laid down even more punishment on top of that right so for adam it was to you know by he can get everything by the sweat of his brow the um the 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 ground that he planted is not gonna be good to him um he is going to um uh have authority over the woman and then the woman had her 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 things that was given to her which was um to be submissive to 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 adam and um to be submissive to adam and then um you know and then and then he gave it to the snake too to the snake too as well you know for for doing it uh took away the snake's legs and and then ultimately told Satan that you know Jesus was going to bruise his head um you know which is which is part of prophecy right and part of uh you know letting the world know that you know Jesus was coming even then um so you know we we find ourselves with these with these punishments right and these these areas of of disobedience right and God handing down in you know his his judgment his judgment for you know the things that that people um have done in the bible but you know his 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 judgment is man is is is, is just right because he's he's a just god but man do i tell you it's 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 heavy man it's real heavy and i can think about you know you think about times when um you know how you have you be with your your parents and you do something wrong and then say you tell the truth you ain't gonna get in trouble but you know but then you know, one time you try and you get in trouble and it seem, and it and it seems like in your mind that I was better off not telling the truth than telling the truth because it seemed like it was even worse when I told the truth. Man, listen, y'all not hearing me today. It is so it seems to be so much worse, right? These these punishments that God has handed down are not slack punishments, right? And it is not. Um, I mean, this is not just like slaps on the wrist at all. Um, you know, God is really showing you know his his strength and his might. First Samuel chapter twelve verse fifteen says, "If you will not listen to the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the the command of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you as it was against your fathers." So once again, it's a place you don't want to be, guys, in in a stand, stance of disobedience. And we to read this story about um Balak and um, Balaam. Um, which is such a great story about this um such a great story guys especially when it comes to um to disobedience and and especially when when god is giving you chance after chance after chance to change and yet you're fighting against it right you're fighting against this thing but um guys your, your obedience is important it's important for you guys to be obedient unto god in in your ways guys in your ways right so let's get into uh um good old Balaam if you don't know this story it's about the story and it's about the um the donkey guys the talking donkey uh it's a, it, it, it surprises me how many people um don't really know much about this story and if you listen to this podcast um it's a great story man I love it it's a great example it's a example I use all the time um a strong example on uh, obedience and um so hey let's get into it then the Israelites traveled to the plains of of mobile of Moab camped along the Jordan across from Jericho. Now Balak, son of Zippor, saw all, saw all the Israel had done to the Amorites. And, Mo, and Moab was terrified because there were so many people. Indeed, Moab was filled with dread because of the Israelites. The Moabites said to the elders of Medan, this horde is going to lick up everything around us as an ox licks up the grass of the field so Balak, son of zippor who was king of moab at the time sent messengers to summon balaam son of beor who was at Pethor near the euphrates river in his native land balak said a people has come out of egypt they cover the face of the land and have settled next to me now come and put a curse on these people because they are too powerful for me perhaps then i'll be able to defeat them and drive them out the land for i know that whoever you bless is blessed and whoever you curse is cursed y'all what's going on real real fast man i had an interruption that caused me to have to step away and come back in real fast but listen, we're still talking about obedience, right? And uh, you probably like, well, we would have known the difference You kind of would have, I figured, in my mind So I decided just to re-enter here in this 20-minute uh, mark Because actually I was trying to find where I had left off at So I actually did find it So we're going to kind of continue where I left off at And, uh, and just continue to move um, with our topic today Which is uh, obedience, right? Obedience to God and what he requires uh from us okay so look and I lost it again guys just just <laughs> listen it has been crazy if you and if you guys knew when I was coming back to do this recording you guys would be like yeah it's 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 definitely um okay so we go say it. so um but do only what I tell you that's why I left off at because that's the last thing you guys heard so you get hit again. All right so now we're going to move into Balaam and the donkey. All right. So Balaam and the donkey. So Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey and went with the Moabites officials. But God was very angry when he went and the angel of the of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. And here we are again with another interruption. <laughs> Just when I think I'm finna have the of time, guys, really sit down and dive into this thing. Look, we're going to get back into it, guys. <sighs> hey, y'all! I told y'all I am back. Listen, I just decided to let this, um, <laughs> I just decided to just let it be natural um, and let you guys see that, you know, it is not always, um, when you're trying to find the time to do it put it down not have any interruptions they do happen see i had two breaks um that caused me to have to record this episode you know at different points um so i just want you guys to see that experience that with me go through that experience with me and we can go ahead and finish this episode without um any more uh interruptions uh hopefully right hopefully hopefully say hopefully and uh, we gonna go ahead and finish out. And the last time I told Joe that we had um where I had left off at It's not even actually where I left off at, cause the clip had split. So I had to go back and bring the clips back together so they can fit uh, like it's supposed to be. So uh, we are gonna go ahead and, and 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 go ahead and knock this thing on out and um, get you guys going, cause we are talking about um, bailing and the donkeys, and um, so. So when I paraphrase this and what I'm saying is, um, let me see how fast I'm getting through this. So, um, so God has told Balaam at this point, you know, Hey, look, don't go with them. You can't put a curse on these people. So Balak, um, Balak has told the, um, those officials that came to pick him up. Look, I can't go with you. God has forbid it. And, um, uh, ended up saying, um, you know, that the king can give them can give him all the silver and gold, but God has forbid it. So, you know, um there is this rejection there, right? Um now here's the here's the Balaam and and the donkey story. And we're talking about um obedience, all right? Obedience to what God. Okay, so balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the Moabites officials. But God was very angry, angry when he went and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Now I want to stop right there because this guy right here has some figuring out to do. And I want to make sure I point this out because it's, it's, it's actually a very pivotal part of this story. Um, so if I go back up verse 18 um, in this, in this, in, in the story of Balaam, it says, but Balaam answered them, even if Bala gave, even if Bala gave me all the silver and gold in his palace, I could not do anything great or small to go beyond the command of the Lord, my God. Right. And then in the 19, it says, now spend the night here so that I can find out what else the Lord would tell me. Now, here we go in 20. That night, God came to Balaam and said, since these men have come to summon you, go with them. But do only what I tell you Now, now here it is. Um, in 21, there's been a shift. Right. God's now upset. So then it says Balaam got up in the morning, sat on his donkey and went with the, um, the Moabites. Right. So he's doing what God has told him. Right. And then he says, but God was very angry when he went. And the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose them. So in this gap, right, it, it, it does not say what 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 is happening, right, or what has happened to make that shift, right. But we know if we if, if if we look at God and we see how how his movements are and 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 how he moves, we can see that um his heart posture, right. What was Balaam's heart posture when he got up and sat at that donkey, right? did he have a heart to to actually go and and do the curses that um the Balak um wants him to do right he did not have he didn't he, he was not in place right um his 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 posture was not uh um, pleasing unto god right because um in that in, in in that instant shift god was upset right god had just told him Okay, go ahead and go at these people, but do only what I tell you. So in a in point of the time of him waking up in the morning time, selling in that donkey, you know, whatever kind of conversation he was having with, with the people as they was getting ready, his heart posture had shifted. Whatever whatever he was being told had shifted his heart posture uh, away from God and away from what God had told him to do in, told him to do right so it's in our obedience god sometimes we face things in our life where god has told us to do something god has has spoken to our life and told us the game plan on what he wants us to do and how he wants it to be and we can get up and do something and find ourselves out of alignment with with what god had wanted from the from the from the get-go we have changed essentially we are trying to change his plan right instead of being obedient to what he wants the assignment to be right or or how he is going to get his glory out of the um out of the assignment so it's, it's important to understand the heart posture to understand what you, the intentions um are, are so important when we're talking about um um where things come from where they initiate from your intentions behind what you do Right, what motivates you to do exactly what you're, um, what you're about to do? And in this disobedience, in his, in this disobedience, you're about to see God, um, as, 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 as just as, as He is to make sure this not happening. What the lengths of God is willing to do inside of Balaam's disobedience, right? So here it is. It says Balaam was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the world. With a, with a drawn sword in his hand, it turned off the road into a field. Right? So the, the donkey seed the, the donkey see what's going on. Balaam beat it to get it back on the road. So now now Balaam over here don't he don't beat his donkey. Right? He don't beat his donkey. Then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path, because he's still trying to go somewhere God don't want him to go. Woo. He's still trying to. He's still trying to he's still trying to go somewhere that god don't want him to, uh, uh, uh don't want him to go his heart posture ain't right his heart posture ain't right through the vineyards with walls on both sides when the donkey saw the angel of the lord it pressed close to the wall crushing balaam's foot against it mm. so he he beat the donkey again then the angel of the Lord moved ahead and stood in the narrow place where there was no room to turn. This is the final scroll. This, this, no room to turn at this point right here. No room to turn at this point right here. Either to the right or to the left. So, so we are. The donkey is seeing this. Seeing this thing play out, and it is trying to do everything to not allow Balaam to go. But Balaam is steady pushing against it. He is steady moving against. Uh, uh, what he's, what what is happening, um, and and a lot of times in life we find ourselves doing the exact same thing. Balaam is doing right now. We are pushing instead of pushing when God is giving us a direct no God is saying God is saying that that I have changed these plans that this is no longer my desire or my will for you it is now changing we still push and push and push and push because we believe that we have the better idea that we have the better understanding that we have the better knowledge that we have the better game plan than what God has already intended for us but it's really God that has the has the game has the game plan. It's God that has the ideal. It's God that has the knowledge. It's God that has the strength to carry us through through certain things. But in our in in our fleshly bodies, um, the flesh that rises up wants us to go a different way. So God is 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 putting things, um. In, in, in our path to make us change our mind, but we're still fighting against it. And then when we get to a point where we end up getting hurt and getting and, and, and getting uh um 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 cut by something that happened then we go to God and say God why did this happen to me why did this happen to me well it happened to you because you were not being obedient you were not fully listening or comprehending what was going on things have things have changed. Your heart posture where I was sending you was no longer in the place where I wanted it to be. So here I am, and here I am trying to change that, and, and and you're and you're bumping and fighting against it. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down under Balaam, and he was angry and beat it with the staff. So, again, the donkey is doing all that it can. This time it it couldn't, it couldn't even get by, so it just lay it just laid on down say hey man i ain't about to do it it ain't about to happen i am not about to do it so when you think about certain things that don't go your way when you think about certain things that are not happening the way you want them to happen you got to think about what is god preventing you from from missing let me step up with disobedience for a minute sometimes we can have a Balaam like situation and we could have been doing everything right and we can still have a Balaam like situation. How many times have you gotten up and were late for work? Uh, uh, uh late for work and, and, and you don't know what was on that path for you this morning, what was in the road for you this morning. But God seemed fit to make sure that you were late this morning, that you were late this morning because the accident that was waiting for you at 8th Street. And, and, and the left turn um um was meant for you but but God said not today God said not today how many times were you supposed to be somewhere at a certain time and you couldn't get there and, 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 or, or things seemed like it just couldn't go right you left your keys in the house you locked your keys in the car um, things were just all the way going wrong you couldn't get it together and it's the same routine you do every single day and just on today you just couldn't get it right you don't know what was waiting for you ahead in that time but God had to slow you down God had to pause you God had to say sit down God said you're going to be frustrated in this moment and I I know you're gonna be upset and angry, but understand that I am the God that controls every single thing about your life. I am the God that controls what's happening, what's coming in and what's going out. If you would just listen to me, if you would just rely on me, if you would just put it to me, you wouldn't even be scratched out about this this minor delay because you will understand that this this is the will of me. This is the will of me. You do this same plan every single day. On time, every time, all the time. Never have a problem, but on today that you have a problem. Sometimes you have to step out of the situation and look at it with, with eyes and view the situation outside of it instead of being in inside of it and trying to view the situation. So when the donkey saw, saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down, balaam and he was angry and beat it with with his staff then the lord opened the donkey's mouth so now here's god again so now god has opened the donkey's mouth so now the donkey is about to speak to balaam and said to balaam what have i done to you to make you beat me these three times balaam answered the donkey you have made a fool of me if only i had a sword in my hand i would kill you right now the donkey said to balaam am i not your own donkey which you have always written to this day. I just talked about this. I just talked about this. Listen. Listen to me. Stay on my heels. Okay. Okay, hold on. I lost lost my place, guys. Real fast. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Um, He says, am I not your own donkey, which you have always um, written to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you, right? So as the donkey is saying, have I been in the habit of doing this to you, right? And Balaam says, no, he's never done this. I just told you, I told you guys, you do this is the same routine each and every day, but on today, something was different about it, right? Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes. So now that he don't have this conversation, this, this, uh, <laughs> this amazing conversation with this donkey, God says, okay, now let me open his eyes so that he can see. Then the Lord opened Balaam's eyes, and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low and fell fell face down. Mm. The angel of the Lord asked him, why have you beaten your donkey these three times? I have come here to oppose you because your path is reckless. Woo! Woo! I felt something right there. One before me, a reckless one before me. The donkey saw me and turned away from me these three times. If it had not turned away, I would certainly have killed you by now, but I would have spared it. Mm. Killed you by now, but I would have spared it. He would have spared the donkey, but slayed Balaam. Balaam said to the angel of the Lord, I have sinned. I did not realize you were standing in the road to oppose me. Now, if you are displeased, I will go back. The angel of the Lord said to Balaam, go with the men, but speak only what I tell you ha so here we go so now balaam has been corrected (laughs) balaam has been corrected on on these things right so the angel told him that hey look man your path before me has has, is reckless right that's what i'm saying it's a heart posture thing it's a heart posture thing right here in this moment right right from the earlier early in the passage to this passage right here it's a heart posture his heart posture had changed and i was always trying to figure out you know what had changed for Balaam? Um, um, God told him to go. So what's the problem, right? What's happening? Um, his 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 mind, his heart was not in the right place, right? He had he had veered off um over the course of the night, and in the morning time when he was silent that donkey. He had veered off onto the wrong path, right? So God has put this angel in his path to oppose him from going down this road, right? And his donkey has the hindsight and is avoiding this angel three times, and on his last time. There was no room for the donkey to go, to go through, go around, and it just laid down. It just laid down. Like, you know what? I'm not moving. Balaam beats the donkey, right? Uh, uh, Duds wrong, beats the donkey. He never had a problem with the donkey, and, and, and he—, he he begins to be frustrated with the donkey, and the donkey begins to say, "Hey, man, have I ever given you a problem? No, right? So think about it. When, you, when the next time you're going through something, and something has happened to you that's out of the blue. You do it, do, you do it every day flawlessly, and then something comes to you, and you find yourself uh, uh, frustrated and angry. Understand what is what what is at play here? These forces and, 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 and things that are happening around you to protect you, and when God is is, is, is doing a move on your life, it might not be what you wanted to be, but it's for your best interest." So now uh, the angel has told him, go ahead and go with these people, but only speak what I tell you, right? Uh, Only speak what I tell you. So here you go. He got his orders again. So Balaam went with um, Balak's officials. When Balak heard that Balaam was coming, he went out to meet him at the Moabite town on, on the Arnon border at the edge of his territory. Balaam said to Balaam, "Did I not send you in urgent summons? Why didn't you come to me? Am I really not able to reward you? Well, I have come to you now." Balaam replied, "But I can't say whatever I please. I must speak only what God puts in my mouth." The Balaam went with Balak to Carathite Huzzath. Balak sacrificed cattle and sheep and gave some to Balaam, and the officials who were with him. The next morning, Balaam took Balaam up to Bamoth. From there, he could see the outskirts of the Israelite camp. So here we are, um, um, here we are with with, with Balaam, and he is about to, um, um, uh, he has just got taken up to the uh, Israelite, the Israelite camp, right? So, um, guys, understand that when we are when we are going through certain situations, we are, when things are happening, happening um, against us or, or, or to us, we have to understand that, that God is, God is, God is always in the mix, always in the mix with us. Right. But we think God is so far, so far away when he's really not. He's right there. He's right there. Um, He's right there, ready to, 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 to give and to help in the best way that I can. But it's us, man. We have to have, the right heart to do the things that God wants us to do. Right? We cannot be, we cannot be. We cannot be in a place where we have hurts heard, heard from the Lord and then are changing, are changing, um, changing his plan or going to do something that is outside of of what God has intended, intended for it to be right. We have to understand that, um, that God is the ultimate controller in all, in all that we do guys. We have to understand that just because we have a delay in something that it's not the end of the world. God still loves us. God still has a plan for us and God is still, um, it's still moving on our behalf. All right. We have to understand that we have to, um, we have to believe in that we have to, we have to know, um, we have to know that, you know, we are, we are doing the right thing and we are, 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 we are doing the right thing and we are totally submitted before God in every aspect, not just, you know, is not just in some areas, but in all areas, in all areas that we are fully, fully there in all, of, in all, in all of our areas, right? So here we go. Balaam said, build me seven altars here. This is Balaam's first message. Build me seven altars here and prepare seven bulls and seven rounds for me. Balaam did as Balaam said, and the two of them offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Then Balaam said to Balak, stay here beside beside your offering while I go aside. Perhaps the Lord will come to me, will come to me, will come, will come to meet with me. Whatever he reveals to me, I will tell you. Then he went off to to a barren height. God met with him and Balaam said, I have prepared seven altars and on each altar. I have offered a bull and a ram. The Lord put a word in Balaam's mouth and said, go back to Balak and give him this word. So he went back went back to him and found his found him standing beside his offering with all the Moabite officials. Then Balaam spoke this message. Now this is the message God told him to say. This is this is God's word, right? Balak brought me from Balak B- Balak brought me from Aram, the king of Moab, from the eastern mountains. Come, he said, curse Jacob for me. Come and denounce Israel. How can I curse those who God has not cursed? How can I denounce those who the lord has not denounced from the rocky peaks i see them from the heights i view them i see a people who live apart and do not consider themselves one of the nations who can who can count the dust of jacob or number a number even a fourth of israel let me die the death of righteous and may my final end be like theirs Balak said to balaam what have you done to me I brought you here to curse curse my enemies, but you have done nothing but bless them. Mm. He answered, "Must I not speak what the Lord puts in my mouth?" He is speaking what the Lord puts in what his, what his Lord has put in his mouth. His in his obedience, right? Um, we have to understand, um, that God is God is a is a master orchestrator, a master story writer. And 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 God is 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 God is 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 standing up for His people, right? For somebody that was trying to hurt His people. So imagine God standing in the gap for you. How many times have God stood in the gap for you? Then Balak said to him, "Come with me to another place where you can see them. You will not you will not see them all, but only the outskirts of their camp. And from there, curse them for me." So so he took him to the field of Zeph, Zeph Zephine, on the top of. Peshah and there he built 7 altars and offered a bull and a ram to each altar. Balaam said to Balak, "Stay here beside your offerings while I meet with him over there." The Lord met with Balaam and put a word in his mouth and said, "Go back and go back to Balak and give him this word." So he went to him and found him standing beside his offering with the Moabite officials and Balak asked him, "What did the Lord say?" Then he spoke this message. "Arise, Balak, and listen. Hear me, son of Zippor. God is not is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have received a command to bless, to bless. He has blessed and and I cannot change it. No misfortune is seen in seen in Jacob, no misery observed in Israel. The Lord their God is with them. The shout of the king is among them. God brought them out of Egypt. They have the scrimp of a wild ox. They, there, there is no divination against Jacob, no evil almonds against Israel. It will not be said of Jacob and and of Israel. So what God has done, the people rise like lions. They rouse, they rose themselves like a lion. That does not rest till it devours its prey and drinks the blood of its victims. Then Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse them at all nor bless them at all. Balaam asked him, Did I not tell you I must do whatever the Lord says? Balaam's third message. Then Balak said to Then Balak says to Balaam, Go let me take take you to another place. Perhaps it will play it, will, it it will please God to let you curse them for me. From there, he the man the man still trying. And Balak took Balaam to the top of uh, Peor, overlooking the waste, the wastelands. Balaam said, Build me seven altars here and and prepare seven bulls and seven rams for me. Balak did, Balak did as Balaam had said, and offered a bull and a ram on each altar. Now when Balaam saw that saw that it was that it was pleased, pleased the Lord to bless Israel, he did not resort to divination. At as at other times, but turned his face toward the wilderness. When Balaam looked out and saw Israel encamped tribe by tribe, the spirit of God came on him, and he spoke his message. The prophecy of Balaam, son of Beor, the prophecy of one whose eyes see clearly, the prophecy of one who hears the word of God, who sees vision from the Almighty, who falls prostrate prostrate and whose eyes are opened how beautiful are your are your tents jacob your dwelling places israel like valleys they spread out like gardens beside a river like alloys is planted by the lord like cedars beside the waters water will flow from their buckets their seed will have abundant water their king will be a greater than god their kingdom will be exalted god brought them out of egypt they have the strength of a wild ox they devour hostile nations and break their bones in pieces with their arrows they they pierce them like a lion they they crouch and lie down like a lioness who dares to rouse, rouse them may may those who bless you be blessed and those who curse you be cursed then Balak's anger burned against Balaam. He struck his hand together and said to him, I summoned you to curse enemies, but you have blessed them, blessed them these three times. Now you have in in ounce nine you at once. Go home. I said I would reward you handsomely, but the Lord has kept you from being rewarded. Balaam answered Balaam, Did I not tell the messengers you sent me? Even if Balak gave me all the silver and gold in, in, in his palace, I could not do anything else. Of on my own on accord, God on accord, good or bad to go beyond the command of the Lord, and I must stay only, I must say only what the Lord says. Now I am going back to my people, but come, let me warn you of what this of, of what this people will do to your people in days to come. Oh, here comes the fourth message. Then spoke this message: the prophecy of Balaam son of Beor, and the prophecy of those of those I see clearly. The prophecy of one. Who hears the word of God, the God who has knowledge from the Most High, who sees vision from the Almighty, who falls prostrate and whose eyes are open. I see him, but not now. I behold behold him, but not near. A star come out of Jacob. A A scepter will rise out of Israel. He will crush the foreheads of Moab, the skulls of the people of Seth. Edom will be conquered. Seer his enemy will be conquered, but Israel will go strong. A ruler will come out of Jacob and destroy the survivors of the city. Balaam's fifth message. Then Balaam saw Amalek and spoke this message. Amalek was first among the nations, but therein will be utter destruction. Balak's sixth message. Then he saw the Kenites and spoke this message. (laughs) Your dwelling place is 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 secure. Your nest, your nest is set in a rock. Yet you Kenites will be destroyed when Ashur when Ashur takes your cap takes you captive. Balaam's seventh message. Then he spoke to his spoke to his uh spoke this his this message, right? He said, Alas, who can who can live when God does this? Ships will come from shores of Cyprus. They will subdue Ashur and Eber, but they too will come to ruin. Then Balaam got up and returned home to Balak. Went, returned home and like went his own way so here we are with that prophecy um man it was it was it was something man then they say the number, number seven is completion so God gave him gave out seven messages um to um to Bala listen guys your obedience your obedience to God is important um your obedience your obedience to understand you know what God is doing and how God is operating is so important to you guys um you guys have to understand this too as as well as as you going through going through life look to God for for your answers look look to God for your understanding understand that you you are great you know when you have him you are great right and that you can conquer anything right you can be about any any and everything right yet you have the ability to 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 move ahead and do the things that you probably thought that you couldn't do but god has a way for you right god has a way for you and um thank you guys for joining me today on the crown table unleash listen listen y'all come back here next wednesday we got more for you we got more for you and um I can't wait to get into that on next Wednesday. I hope you guys have an amazing day, an awesome day. And I hope you guys um, fall before the Lord. Change your heart posture. Put your heart posture before God. All right, guys. i see y'all next time.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crown Table Unleashed with Jeffy Clark III. If you found today's episode meaningful and impactful, share it right now with your friends and family. Tune in again right here, same place, same time. And remember, we're meeting you where you are no matter what time of the day it is. Sounds good in the car by themselves. And the next time you sing it, I want you to see God blowing your mind. Y'all got it? Let's do it. One, two, three, say.